Today's devotion comes from Acts chapter 6, verse 8 through chapter 7, verse 3. Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and others of those from Cilicia and Asia, stood up and argued with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they were secretly insti- then they secretly instigated some men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. They stirred up the people as well as the elders and the scribes. Then they suddenly confronted him, seized him, and brought him before the council. They set up false witnesses who said this man never stops saying things against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses handed on to us. And all who sat in the council looked intently at him, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Then the high priest asked him, Are these things so? And Stephen replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our ancestor Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Leave your country and your relatives, and go to the land that I will show you. Stephen is full of God's grace and power. And he is performing great wonders and signs before all the people. A dispute arises with the unbelieving Greek Jews from the synagogue of the freedmen from the regions of Alexandria, Cyrene, Cilicia, and Asia. And these were Greek Jews who were there. And they came from probably two synagogues, at least two, there may have been even more. One was the synagogue of the freedmen. Those would be the Jews, the Greek-speaking Jews from Alexandria and Cyrene. And the other was a synagogue representing people from uh, Greek-speaking Jews from Cilicia and Asia. Um, It is possibility that at one of these times, um, this was a synagogue, the, the, uh, the freedmen synagogue, was a synagogue um, that had been built for slaves who were brought to Rome by Pompey in 63 BC, but were later then set free, hence the name the Synagogue of the Freedmen. The other synagogue, as I said, had members from Cilicia and Asia. They all demand that Stephen uh, publicly answer their false charges. For they had secretly instigated charges against him, uh, which were not true. Charges of blasphemy. And these charges stirred up the people. And not just the people, but the elders and the scribes. Whenever we would hear comments of of, um, wrongs being done against God or against people important to us, that would stir us up too, I think. And by saying that he had spoken blasphemy against Moses and against God, that they had spoken, he had spoken against the law, which he had not, 
When they said these things, the crowd believed them and became agitated. When the whole council looked upon Stephen, as he's been brought to them now to be questioned, they have asked him questions and they look upon him, but they don't see an angry, vengeful, deceitful man. What they see is the face of an angel. That's what the scriptures tell us. Even when those who look upon him with their accusations, when they look upon him, what they see is not an angry person, not a dishonest person, but they see the face of an angel. When the high priest asked him if these false charges were true, Stephen replied by telling them about the God of their ancestors who called Abraham and Sarah to leave Haran, their home and their country, and to go to a new land that God will show them. Instead of directly answering the high priest's question, Stephen begins to recount their history so that he can build up to his response. Just like their ancestors, who were a stiff-necked people, who failed to listen to God's spirit, Stephen, too, will charge the high priest with that same charge. Stephen is not filled with hate, but with love, the love of God. He combats these false lies by speaking the truth in love. He is trying to convince them of who they are, their history, their identity. He does not seek revenge for these false accusations, but accountability, hoping that those who listen and truly hear his sermon will repent and believe. Preachers cannot make everyone hear. All we can do is keep serving this food, this spiritual food, with the hope that people will eat. I think of myself as a preacher as part of the kitchen staff, serving food upon the tray as people come through the cafeteria to get their lunch or their dinner. I can put it on their tray, but I can't make people eat it. There's a comment that I reread this morning from a theologian named Dallas Willard that made me think about this. He once said, we shouldn't measure Christians by how many, but by how much they weigh. I pray that God, who serves you and me phenomenal amounts of spiritual food, I pray that we will eat. God bless your reflection upon this devotion, and may God bless your day.